This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to our Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straub. It is Friday, May 27th, and today we'll have the latest from the NBA playoffs as the Warriors are headed back to the NBA Finals, plus some recent fantasy news on Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and a potential mess swirling around the Brooklyn Nets, as well as Zion Williamson and more on this episode. I'm joined by Jared Johnson and Jonas Nader. Guys, I almost forgot to say how to say the name how to say the name of this podcast. I forgot how to say that sentence that i was trying to say about the podcast and jonas by the way i uh, just should note receives a special achievement token for appearing on two episodes of the show this week so very very exciting stuff i think that's a first jonas yeah yeah achievement unlocked achievement unlocked and if you guys don't mind i'm gonna take the first 15 seconds to go downstairs and tell chucky e. cheese kids down there to be quiet for a little bit so i'll be right back because they forgot i'm on the air be right back exciting <laughs> stuff well i'll take some of those 15 seconds while jonas is ruining the pizza party apparently uh to say that we have a programming note no episode coming up this monday with the holiday approaching so we'll be here wednesday and friday of next week not on monday so if you're looking for us on monday jared we will not be here we'll be potentially barbecuing i'm not sure what we'll be doing but we will not be in front of our microphones yeah, that sounds like fun okay <laughs> nice nice uh jonas how to go down there jonas is back unbelievable man the rug rats are just out of hand today man you you really feel like a, an old dad when you're breaking up parties. You know what I mean? It's like you no longer are the party. You ruin the party. Yeah. I went from fun uncle to boring dad real quick there. So, <laughs> Hey, lock it down. All right. Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, let's start in the NBA playoffs. And, we, you know, we, I want to get to some of these headlines because they are really interesting. But, uh, Jared, the Warriors, as you may have noticed, the Warriors, the professional basketball team that you follow, are back in the NBA Finals for the first time since 2019. Knocked out the Mavs in five games. You got a big grin on your face right now. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I love to see it. My dubs are going back to the finals after a two-year absence. Like Draymond said just two years ago, this was a 15-win team. Um, so I am ecstatic to see them going. I am ecstatic to see the development that we've seen with Poole this offseason. I think it's been incredible. Nothing short of incredible. And I'm ecstatic to see Clay seriously being Clay Thompson again. I, I didn't think it would happen this quickly, but man, this dude just looks like Clay. Like there's no denying it. There's no there there was barely like him getting into rhythm, period. Like he he got there really quick and now he's locked in. Um I am scared about the finals, I'll be honest with you, but I'm glad that we're back there. Yeah, on Clay, man, first game back, I still remember like his first play was like that drive and dunk. Yes. Like everyone's concerned, like, does he have any athleticism back? And yeah. that was like his first play. And ever since then, he's just been peak Clay. Like this is this is unheard of, right? An Achilles and a knee injury out for yeah. two plus years. Like this is unheard of. So props to him, man. The only other comparison is DeMarcus Cousins. And I mean, he's he's been okay, but I mean he hasn't regained his form. 
Um, it's basically just Clay and, and Kevin Durant so far that have, have in the recent history recovered from that Achilles injury. So that gives me hope that, you know, the medicine is kind of getting to the point where maybe Achilles injuries aren't career enders anymore. And I think that's a good thing for basketball. And also this Warriors training staff, it's insane, dude. Remember how like two or three years ago, Otto Porter Jr. literally could not move. Yeah. And like Otto Porter Jr. just had his best year in a while too. So like this Warriors training staff has been incredible too. And look what they did with Draymond. Look at Draymond yeah. two years ago compared to now. Like he suddenly got some more, some more energy back in his legs too. So I mean, props to his worst staff. I think the Lakers are going to be knocking on their door trying to get them to come over and there. Look but, what they did oh, with man. Ooh, they are something. <laughs> We're getting picked apart already. We got Mike Brown gone. We got Kenny Atkinson getting interviews. But yeah, look what they did with James Wiseman this year too. I mean, got him back from. <laughs> oh wait, nope. Sorry, channeling a little Jonas sarcasm there. Yeah. Um, by the way, Clay Thompson, thirty-two points, eight threes. I, I, you know. Game to game, there has been a little a little variance where like he doesn't, you know, it's not like he's lighting it up every game. But then I looked at his numbers across the playoffs. I mean, 16 games, he's just just south of 20 points per game, 19.8, 4.3 rebounds, 2.4 assists, a steal, 0.8 blocks, 3.63. So it is like, is it truly vintage Clay Thompson? Maybe not, but it's not that far off when you look at the numbers. I 100% agree with that. I honestly thought that Clay should have been the MVP of that series, but you know we'll give it to Steph. He he hasn't got one yet. So <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who a couple other guys Warriors I want to talk about before we talk a little bit about the Mavs with their season being over. I've been super impressed with Andrew Wiggins, as I'm sure a lot of people have been. 18 points, 10 rebounds in that closeout game this postseason. He's averaging around 16 points, seven boards, 0.8 steals, 0.9 blocks, 1.5 threes. I mean. The defense in real life has been really good. You know, I was I was a couple games ago where they're basically pointing out that Wiggins was mirroring Luca Luca's minutes essentially. Uh, he he would sub out when Luca would sub out and come back in when he came back in and some incredible dunks. I mean, he's kind of becoming weirdly like the best version of himself, Jonas, which is like this turbocharged role player. Yes. He's not a quite a super. He's not he's not a star necessarily, but a super valuable NBA player. It's just interesting to see how his career has evolved. I mean, he's Harrison Barnes 2.0, right? Yeah. This is exactly what they were missing. Harrison Barnes did not deliver in those uh, finals games a while back, and now now uh, Andrew Wiggins is taking his spot. But speaking of final Western Conference Finals MVP, I didn't even know that was a thing until yesterday, but <laughs> I think it should have been Wiggins. Like, they're going to give Andre Iguodala that award for, like, somewhat limiting LeBron to 49 mm-hmm. points a game. You know what I mean? Let's give Wiggins this- a... <laughs> I saw you choke on your water there. I'm glad I got that yep. one. Yep. Um, but yeah, if we're going to give that to Andre Iguodala for that, let's do that for Wiggins too, because literally no one could stop Luca. Look what he did to the Suns in the previous round. And the Warriors did a fantastic job limiting him, just make him look human again, you know? I will say that Wiggins' defense wasn't just otherworldly. Like, him, his, his ability to just outright deny Luca the Rock last game. Like, there was this one possession where – he passed it away and was trying to get it back. And Luca was like, this is not happening, dude. Like, <laughs> I just seen that type of defense and, and like Matt said, mirroring Luca's minutes and, and essentially picking up him up full court. And then also doing it on the offensive end with those incredibly athletic dunks, like the amount of energy this guy has, you know, he, he, he put in work. He's, he's finally earning that max deal, uh, you know, three or four years after the fact, but we're here. <laughs> Turning into a pretty neat player, as I like to say. If there's one regret this series, though, it's that we didn't get to see Jonathan Kaminga do it. I wanted to see Kaminga at least attempt to to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
with Jonas for a second when you said you thought Wiggins should be the series MVP. I thought you were going to go the direction of Kevon Looney for a second there. Ooh, no, I'm I'm a Looney hater, man. Like he played amazing. I will say that, but are you? The last two or three years, he, he's had games where he just can't move. He just kind of stands, but he actually played really well this series. You see him follow yeah. up Jalen Brunson. He guards yeah. guards. It's really impressive. Yeah. I think that he was hurt the last I don't, couple years. Yeah, he yeah. Was. I don't know what happened where like a a switch flipped that last Memphis game where he had 22 rebounds in like 35 minutes and all of a sudden it was like, all right, it's game on for Looney. You know, I think since then he's only had one game with like lower minutes and he's just been an absolute staple. Whereas right before that, we were joking about Looney and Dwight Powell being the kind of cameo starting centers who come Mm -hmm. in the game for four minutes each half and then depart. That was partly Draymond and Steph. They advocated for starting uh, Kevon during that series. And ever since, uh, yeah, he's, he's just turned it up. And he provides a lot of the things that the Warriors need, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if it's Boston, which it certainly is trending that way <sighs> in, in the finals, you got to think Looney with, with that Celtics front line is going to be massively important in that series. Yeah. Oh, my God. Robert Williams is going to eat him alive, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am scared. Of I mean, Peter. Robert Williams on one leg, though. I mean, Robert right. Williams is, is game to game the rest right. of the playoffs is what we've heard. So... Turning this to the Mavs now, spinning it forward, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time here. I think even with the drawbacks in his fantasy game, Luka is a likely first-round fantasy pick in probably every league just because of the counting stats, and fantasy managers will be willing to take the hit and free throws and turnovers and just deal with it you know, because yeah. of what you're getting elsewhere. Everything else around Dallas is kind of uncertainty, really. Maybe we got a, a shred of clarity on Jalen Brunson, free agent to be Jalen Brunson, because we had a blurb on NBC Sports Edge this morning that Mark Cuban basically said of Brunson after the loss, I think he wants to stay. Um, It seems like they want him. Do do you take anything away from that, Jonas? No, he's absolutely staying. They can pay him more than any other team. And that was the first thing Mark Cuban noted is like, we can pay more than anyone here. So unless Brunson wants out, he's staying. So I think that was good to see. Uh, Circling back to Luca real quick too. It's unfortunate that we don't even get to consider talking about it or debating him because I'm in a league with Doc and he's just going to take a 1.1. So no drama there. I'll never have Luca on my team because of that reason. So Yeah, it's true. I don't think there's anything wrong with that pick. I think that the league is so talented now that honestly, one through eight, you can make a case for any of those guys. Number yeah. one overall. I, I don't think that you're, you know, anyone in the first round is capable of winning you a league. And this past yeah. season, Doc selected... Uh, Doncic was number one overall and MPJ number two and someone else number three who got injured and he still finished first overall in the league. So I really think that sometimes we read way too much into these early round picks who they're studs. Apart from Joe, well, he's not fair. He's not fair. <laughs> I had yeah, him this year and I was not a fan. That's a hot take, I know, but I did not like it. My worst that team had Jokic and we, and we won like because of it. My worst team had yeah. Jokic and we won. My worst team had Jokic uh, and we missed the playoffs. So. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I think with Doncic also, I mean, free throws is a category that is practically begging you to punt it. I mean, it really is one, you know, you you can you can survive that free throw percentage. But even even though it knocks him way down in the Mm -hmm. wherever you look at season long rankings, you know, whether it's Yahoo or basketball monster, like those categories bring him down. But you can you can work around it. Yeah. Building your roster. Yeah. I mean, eventually he has to shoot above 80 percent, too. Like it's eventually it's going to happen. You think? Yeah, I keep winning jerseys uh, <laughs> off of Steve year after year. He owes me another one. I got to decide what I'm going to get. 
All right. Well, let, let's spin this over to the Eastern Conference. Friday night, of course, we got Game 6 of the Heat and Celtics coming up. Boston, a chance to close it out on their home floor. And it's been just wild to see the air go out of the balloon here for the Heat. I mean, they have looked totally lifeless the last couple games. 82 and 80 points the last two games. They are, last I checked, I'll have to double check this, they were 8.5-point underdogs in this game last I checked, Jared. I mean, what a strange, like... This is a team that not long ago looked like they were like, well, they're headed to the finals. Yeah. You know, I mean, after game one, it was like Miami's Miami's looking like they're going to be in the finals. And suddenly it's like they're done. <laughs> I mean, right. Well, what's going on here? Jimmy Butler's hurt. I know, apparently. But anyways, both these teams are incredibly deep. I, I honestly think that either team that comes out of the East should be favored. I'm pretty sure that Golden State is is favored in the, amongst the odds makers. But these teams terrify me, honestly. If you just look at how they're going to match up with the Warriors, they have all the pieces. And they have the best counter, which is a quality big man, which, you know, we saw Draymond lock up Jokic, but it's a little, it's just a different, it's a different beast with Time Lord and or Bam Adebayo. Can't believe you didn't mention Al Horford. This last Miami game, it was like a battle of who wanted it less until the fourth quarter. Miami as yeah. a team had seven three-pointers. So Clay Thompson had more three-pointers than the entire Miami team. I believe it was like seven of mm-hmm. 45. It was horrific. And these were wide open misses. These were Duncan Robinson wide open misses. Really good three-point shooter wide open misses. And it was happening on both sides. And it didn't, the reason it was a blowout was because in the fourth quarter, Boston was like, oh, we're an NBA team. Let's like play NBA basketball. Yeah. And Miami never yeah. got into it. The thing that's bothered me about this series is how like it's only blowouts. I don't like this new rule that the NBA has imposed where like the conference finals are only allowing blowouts. <laughs> yeah. Not not it's been, not not a, the most fun games to watch. No, it's been rough. And that was a 24 to 2 run for Boston by the way to break that game open and Kyle Lowry and Max Struess as you may have noticed a combined 1 for 28 the oh. last two games Jonas. That is that is I mean we can say that number, but then when you just look through the box scores, I mean, it's just it's just mind blowing. I don't know if you guys saw the blurb yesterday, but they actually asked Eric Spolstra if he was going to consider benching Lowry and Struess because obviously they're playing on like one leg, and he basically gets deflected it too. So we didn't give an affirmative yes or no. So both players are probable right now, but I'm wondering, like, do they sit Lowry because he doesn't look right? He doesn't right? Look right. Playing on a hamstring string has gotten worse and worse. So he looks out of shape too. He just doesn't look like he Kyle had. Lowry. He had negative DFS points. The other are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like four turnovers. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Good times. I mean, I, I always like to keep and try to keep an open mind about these things. Like, is it totally out of the realm of possibility that Miami gets up off the mat and somehow wins this game? No, it's not. But it does feel like they're. It feels like they're toast just because of like the health situation on the roster not because of just like they looked bad last game right you know what i mean yeah and jimmy butler like whatever he's dealing with i don't know if how messed up his knee is but he just doesn't look like jimmy butler i mean no i'm gonna pull up his numbers Sounds like they need a heavy dose of duncan robinson tonight oh no (laughs) seven for seven for 32 for butler the last two games yeah that's like something is wrong here and I don't know I don't know what it is but like this is a man we saw in this playoffs have 27 yeah. point second halves 
And in this series, he was superhuman <laughs> yeah. in game one. He yeah. had 41 points eight days ago, like, oh, 10 days ago. But I mean, eight, eight basketball days ago. I mean, yeah, I, 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 don't, crazy. I don't think it's necessarily like defensive schemes here. I mean, Boston does have a great defensive team, but typically you're not able to just erase a superstar like this. Right. Well, they did. They did do it to one Trey Young. Um, so, I don't know. Do we think Harrell plays tonight? That's going to be huge too. Yeah. What What is the latest on that? He's, he's just as, he's questionable. But like they said, it was a two to four week injury, and they said he might gut it out and play. So, so yeah, now you're going to have Harrell, Lowry, and Struess. If they're playing, they're all playing on oh, one yeah. leg essentially. Man. Yikes. Hence the heavy underdog status for Miami. All right. Some recent news is coming up, uh, several headlines out of Brooklyn, but first we're going to take a quick break. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. A reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands by predicting what will happen in the NBA playoffs. Premier League on the PGA Tour and NASCAR circuit. Okay, guys, uh, we talked about Kyrie Irving the other day, and there was a report from the New York Daily News that Brooklyn was unwilling to give him a long-term contract extension. Now comes a report from SNYZ and Begley that some believe the Nets would be open to a Kyrie sign-and-trade if he opts out. In short, Jared, it just feels like this thing is on the brink of getting very messy, and uh, we haven't even talked about Kevin Durant yet, but we will in a second. I mean, it makes sense to me. Kyrie Irving is clearly not serious about winning a championship. Um, he's been through multiple teams where I don't think it's controversial to say that he's a cancer um, to his team. He won a championship with LeBron and immediately wanted to do it himself, went to Boston, didn't like it, clearly could not be a leader. Boston got better when he left, went to Brooklyn. And just like takes two week vacations whenever, you know, he wants to go to his dad's party or whatever. This guy's not serious. Brought in DeAndre Jordan. Right. This guy's not serious about winning games. I I don't know what there I don't know how much analysis we have to give here. I knew Kari wasn't a serious player when he went to Brooklyn and him and KD decided, you know what, let's get our friend DeAndre Jordan forty million. 
Yeah. Right. We don't need Jared Allen. We got, we got Deandre Jordan, 39 year old giant Jordan who can't jump over a credit card anymore. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't a serious so, player. Meanwhile, at the same time, there's a report via the New York daily news that Kevin Durant has not spoken to Nets management since the season ended. And I do recommend reading this. If you're interested in what's going on with the Nets written by Christian Winfield in the New York daily news. I mean, it's ominous stuff for the Nets outlook, you know, to quote the story, in layman's terms, if Irving leaves the Nets, it wouldn't be a surprise if Durant becomes frustrated with the organization's ability to put championship pieces around him. Basically, the way that I the way that I read this story, if they lose Kyrie to free agency, they're in trouble because they they don't have the cap space to replace him in free agency. So, essentially, it's like they either sign him to a long term extension and deal with all of you know the potential headaches or they let him leave, potentially lose Durant and just start all over, but they still have Ben Simmons on a max contract and who knows what's going on with him. So it's an unbelievable mess that they've got themselves. I mean, they already started all over. This is the rebuild that they came to. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's crazy to say that Kyrie was part of the reason that James Harden left. They had the rebuild done. They had, Mm -hmm. and they had an impressive rebuild from Sean Marks with basically no draft picks. And they still put together this really competent team, Karis LeVert as a late round pick, just developing into a star. But, you know, you bring in the stars. That's another one of Kyrie's team. Kyrie said, we need a third star. This is while Karis LeVert is dropping 40 spots out there. So I, I don't really know what Kevin Durant is angry about here. They put the rebuild together and it fell apart pretty quickly. And I think that we can point to a few players as to why this fell apart. And I think that KD has, has some blame here as well. You know what bothers me the most, though? It's like, yes, Harden was a distraction. But if you had just kept Harden throughout this season... Yeah. Throughout this yep. playoffs, you're probably the heavy favorites right now. Right. Looking at Miami and looking at Boston. Yes, the Warriors are really good too. But I mean, Kevin Durant, a motivated Durant against the Warriors, like yeah. I think I'd honestly favor Brooklyn there. Honestly, because it's Durant, the best player in the world right yeah. now, too. So I think trading James Harden midseason with two months to go, not building any chemistry, you saw how many losses they piled up after that. For Ben Simmons, just wait till the summer if you're gonna do right. that. You know what I mean? Like it didn't make any sense. Yeah. 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 And now they have Simmons, who just had back surgery on May 5th, reportedly, by the way, according to Brian Lewis in the New York Post, progressing well. Okay, take that with whatever you want it to mean. Should be ready for training camp, according to that report. But yeah, you're you're stuck with his contract, and, and we don't know what we're going to see about Ben Simmons. Should be ready for training camp does not mean will be ready for training camp. And there are no certainties with Ben Simmons at this point. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, anyone have any thoughts on Simmons? Like... Are you guys like kind of in the same boat as I am? Like, I'll believe it when I see it. When we see I'm just court. kind of done with Simmons because I have notifications on for uh, Adrian Woj. And I think there's been 450 updates on Ben Simmons this year. And I'm just kind of tapped out. I don't want to hear about yeah. Ben Simmons anymore. That's just my yeah. personal opinion. Uh, yeah. I will take him in fantasy hoops if he falls incredibly far. But I will not yeah. be uh, interested in um, before round eight, you know. Yeah. That's and, and I'm not far, salty yeah. at all about dropping my entire FAAB budget on him when he was dropped in our league. So not salty at all. <laughs> not bitter. Not at all bitter here in late May. Uh, more injury news. The Pelicans announced on Thursday that Zion Williamson is showing, quote, continued improvement in his recovery from his foot injury. He has been cleared, apparently, without restrictions. So 
obviously you'd hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. We're now past the one year mark of when he last played an NBA game. Jared, I know you're a big Zion guy. So, you know, it's May, right? We have a long way to go until the season. A lot of positive or negative things could happen with his status between now and then. But I mean, as of right now, what's your outlook for him in terms of fantasy uh, coming off this injury? Are you are you trending up in optimism yes. or are you? Yeah, okay. I love him. Um, we all saw this guy was a monster when he was healthy. Um, I was completely uninterested in him this past season for the reason mm-hmm. for the injury that he had. We all know how bad that injury is. But once you recover from it, um, you tend to be pretty okay. Kevin Durant had this injury. It ruined one of his seasons. It hasn't been an issue ever since. I might be getting, I don't, is it Brooke Lopez also had the same injury or it might've been a slightly different he did. Yeah. Twice. So, yeah. So there's a way to repair this where you kind of take, oh my God, I can't just, I'm not a doctor guys, but they're, they've gotten better at fixing this injury. I'm not super worried about it coming back up. Uh, I know his weight has been an issue. He also couldn't run. Like, let's be realistic. So I saw that little alley oop to himself off the glass, and I, I got a little excited. Right. And uh, I, I think that with a full, he had the whole season to rehab. He's going to have a, another full summer to just slowly work his way up to where he needs to be. I love Zion Williamson. Two things: his draft ADP is going to depend entirely on the first picture we see of him this summer, <laughs> right? If he's out of shape or if he's in shape, it's going to look. If, does he look like he did at Duke or does he look like he did in the sidelines? Right. You know, yeah. after eating a bowl of jambalaya, <laughs> it's going to depend on how he looks in that part. No, that's just, just the way we, this is just the way we operate. Does he look in shape in the first picture we see? That'll dictate his ADP. Second thing, I love Zion. The last 30 games, I remember they put him as like a point forward and he was getting like five uh-huh. or six assists a game. Yeah. He's, a, he's an absolute monster. I love this guy. I've always dreamed of just getting Giannis and like, like, fifth or sixth, and then in the third or fourth round, man, if you get Zion there, how would you lose six categories? You, you wouldn't be able to lose six categories. You just wouldn't. You're not losing field goal percentage. Yeah. <laughs> 27.7.2 points, rebounds, 3.7 assists uh, last time we saw him in 61 games. Shot 61% from the floor. The only question marks I have with Zion, other than health, if we're just if we're assuming health, which is a, is a risky thing to do, but whatever, let's do that for right. now, is just – what is the ceiling in terms of his other numbers, threes, steals, and blocks? Because that season, great counting stats, right, in terms of points, rebounds, assists, but 0.9 steals, 0.6 blocks, 0.23s. Now, optimistically, you could say his steals and blocks went up from year one to year two, and they did. So that's a good thing. Um, the threes, 0.2, I don't, I don't know. Are we ever going to get more than 0.5? We, we could. I don't know. That, that's I'm not really banking on that. But I guess my question is, do you guys have any – vision for his defensive ceiling do you think 0.9.6 is about the best we're gonna get i mean could he become like a 1.2.8 guy because then i'd love him even more in fantasy i think that he can continue to improve on the defensive end sometimes it takes guys a little bit longer to get going i can't off the top of my head recall the exact names but i think if you look at some someone like demarcus cousins you'll see kind of how his defensive stats slowly trickled up as he got more used to the NBA. And let's not forget that in college, uh, Zion Williamson was racking up the defensive stats. So uh, mm-hmm. it definitely has been a drop-off. I don't think we'll ever see anything close to the numbers he was putting up in college. But I do think that he can yeah. continue to make a slow uptick in those areas. Yeah, yeah his college numbers were 2.1 steals and 1.8 blocks in 30 minutes. <sighs> wow. 
he played some small ball five. There was a game, I think it was against Louisville, but Duke was down big and they put Zion as a small ball five and Louisville didn't score for like the rest of the game. Beautiful. I remember that one. It's pretty that. awesome. So <laughs> he has it. Yeah. We know he has it. He just got to get in shape. And we know, sounds like he is. Last thing we saw, he was dunking from the free throw line, right? Like right. he looked great. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll be waiting for that photo. Um, I, because of the injury risk, I, I'm going to, if, if he's going real early in drafts, I think someone else is going to get him before me. But, Overall, I'm I'm kind of my optimism is trending up a bit with some with caution about yeah. the health. You guys remember John Wall like four years ago? He was coming off that bad injury, and he he showed up to like Team USA camp, and he looked like he hadn't slept in three months. Yeah. And no one wanted to draft him. It's the yeah. same thing. It's the first picture you see of are are they taking the off season seriously? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's good that we don't make semi arbitrary decisions uh, as fantasy <laughs> managers as well. Uh, one quick note. Guys, Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago said the, quote, safe bet is that Zach Levine stays in Chicago. And and Jonas, I only bring this up because we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Hypotheticals of Zach Levine leaving. The, I mean, Casey Johnson is a, a guy who's covered the Bulls forever. So I think we take this, we, yeah. you know, we take this report at face value and say, all right, maybe we should tap the brakes on. Oh, I wonder where Zach Levine. I'm not yeah. I'm not getting the Zach Levine Hawks jersey made <laughs> just yet. I'm holding on. Right. Casey Johnson too said, "This is basically clutch sport saying, look at our client, look how many teams want him. The Bulls need to pay him. This is their team. This is his team. That's what Casey Johnson said, and this is exactly what they're doing. They're just showcasing him. That's all they're doing. They're yeah. like, hey, we're gonna give him all the money. This is his team. You know? Yeah. Uh, was it an arthroscopic knee procedure? It was. It, yeah. it was. I'm not too yeah. concerned about that. Then. I mean, he's 27. I and think the- one of the old. Yeah, one of the old cleanup." cleanup procedures yeah. yeah he should be fine he'll be feeling better than he was when he suffered the injury too because he played through this since yeah. february yeah 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 and he he took a major hit i will love having yeah. zach levine on my team next year let's put it that way for sure yeah all right guys that's all i got on my list anyone else have anything else before we get out of here i thought i saw something flash on my screen i forgot what it was though now that i'm thinking of it i think we're it though uh, i'm just gonna say pop up go warriors let's bring this home let's bring larry back to the bay clay day all day Warriors, Dubs, Nation, close us out. I meant to say earlier, I feel so bad for you and other Warriors fans that you had that two-year absence from going to the finals. That must have been It was so pretty agonizing. rough. It was rough. Yeah, it was agonizing. It paid <laughs> off, though, long, man. Long the Warriors front office is the best in the league. I don't think anyone questioned that. I agree. Best in the league. Mm-hmm. All right, that <laughs> is going to do it for us on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a minute to rate and review us as well. Programming reminder once again that I mentioned earlier. We're not here on Monday, but we'll be here Wednesday and Friday of next week. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching live. Jonas, Jared, thanks, guys. This was fun. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Adios. See you guys. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.